Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 2, Episode 10, the season finale, The Gold Coast. They've been talking about it all season, this Gold Coast, and here we are. Not exactly the Gold Coast we thought we would see, but it's a lucrative shoreline. We'll call it that. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher who loves Ozark. I've seen the first three seasons all the way through. This is a rewatch for me. And uh, hoping that I'm that we get a, a, an announcement very soon about season four of Ozark, the final season. I'm here with one of my former students, Kurt, who's in the same situation as me. Hey, Kurt, how's it going? Hello, everyone. My name is Kurt, and this is both a great episode, possibly, but also possibly a bad episode. Possibly. Oh, could be either could be either i do want to also huh. note i do also want to know uh before i forget because i just remembered uh housekeeping wise the seventh number of mr sal's social security number is five uh oh. just for the record if you want an explanation on that see other season finales prior to this <laughs> uh, but now that you've heard it you've probably seen the rest of the whole of the series you should have if you haven't you have to go back and watch it all up until now that's ridiculous anyway sorry continue on and, and also please remember that you are not to do anything illegal with the social security that, oh, number that, that is also assumed yeah that's part yeah you're not allowed first of all there's only two numbers left no no guess no brute forcing it until you get it number one right let's let's be fair and square i'll give it to you and you'll wait till you get it right and number two <laughs> You can't use it without Mr. Sal's permission. And Mr. Sal, do you give anyone permission to use it? I do. I give no one permission to use it. No one has permission to use it, so you can't use it. Unless your name is no one, then you have permission to use it. Oh, I, why did I do that? I yeah. do not give anybody permission to use it. Okay, no, but so that if your name is anybody, you, you can't use it. Everybody else can. No, we're not, no, no, one, no one's allowed to use this. Oh, so no one, no one, if you're out there, you're allowed to use it. How do you spell no one? I, I don't know. I'm I never I never write it because I don't know how to spell it. Oh, like is the it, word? No is space it, one. It's two words. Yeah. Because if you combine it together, that's like none. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous if you combine it together. Yeah. But I don't like writing it as two words. I don't think that's ridiculous as well. So I just always say nobody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds like English <laughs> always. I can't write no one. Looks weird uh noon i like that's not a word so then i gotta write nobody and yeah like, exactly yeah exactly. so just be wary of who is allowed we've went through a lot of people that are allowed so make sure that you're on the allowed list before you use it you're probably not sorry <laughs> that's a much better way to say it if you don't know that you're on the allowed list then you are not allowed to use it and no one is on oh stop saying no one yeah. okay so <laughs> i like the way you said it you said it perfectly we're good <laughs> we are good all right so this is a this is our uh season finale we are two-thirds of the way through the published episodes of ozark how do, how do you feel about that i think it's gonna find out oh okay i guess you want me to find out right now so uh let's get into our rating segment all right so i shall now guess kurt's rating for this episode well i am going to say hmm I know that last season, in season one, the penultimate episode of the season was your favorite, not the season finale. I, I, I think Game Day is still your favorite episode after this episode. 
The question is, did you give it a 10 or did you give it a nine? I don't think you went below a nine. Huh. I also know about you that you have generally considered season two to be your least favorite season of Ozark before we, before the rewatch. And I think the, that maybe the reason for that, because it seems like you like season two up to this point more than season one. So forget about Gold Coast. Am I right in saying that you like season two more than season one? Upon the rewatch. Okay. <laughs> I'm reasonably certain you've said that on the record on or off the record, but on the podcast, uh, I think you've done that before. Uh, so well, are you, are, I, sorry, are you trying to use off the record material for on the record guessing? No, I just said, you said it off the record, but on the podcast. Just saying. Let's keep okay. what's off record, off the record. So, all right. So I'm reasonably certain that you've told me that upon a rewatch, you have enjoyed season two more than season one. But you, the first time through, you said you liked season one more than season two. And I think that may have been recency bias because you don't like this finale as much as some of the stuff that precedes it. So I'm going to say you gave this one a nine and it's not your favorite episode of the season, obviously, if it's nine. What do you think? Well, Michelle, I have a few things to points to say on that. Number one, I love the reasoning, right? I see. Oh, good. I, it is true. I have said that, right? You did remember correctly that I did like season two. Uh-huh. Up until Gold Coast, more mm-hmm. on its counterpart, mm-hmm. season one. That being mm-hmm. said, I will say your statement that you gave was inaccurate. I did give this a 10. Okay. I think I, I was wrong about season two. I, I hey. do like it when it's season one, much like many people were wrong about Petty and should be correct about him. <laughs> so he, despite the fact that they killed off your two favorite characters in Ozark, you still gave this an episode a 10. We can discuss that when the time comes. <laughs> I, okay. I think because they killed them off, their image can never be soiled. So that is, you know, they've, they've okay. like laminated them in a way. You know, you ever laminate? Yes. You ever get a piece of paper you love so much you laminate it? It's like that. Well, you can't write on it anymore. You can't write on yeah. it anymore. You've laminated it. So there you go. We've talked, uh, we've talked about that on the Lost podcast. I said that my favorite character retired as champ, right? And that's, I think that's, that's where Petty is for you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's retired. And Kate, and, no, no, Kate is probably a, co- a close second, right? <laughs> Possibly. No, I think. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see which which okay. triumphed which. But yeah. And listen, we got okay. the legendary. I know we got it last episode a bit, but we got the legendary. You know, the two best characters of Ozark mixing together for a scene. <laughs> I know. I've, when I, uh-huh. when two stars collide, Mister South. Things are, you know, something big's about to happen, right? It's Let's like, say, like, are we going to get a black hole? Are they going to go yeah. like supernova? Are they just going to combine into like a bigger star? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. I don't know, right? That's a lot of math that goes into that that I don't know. But something great's going to happen. And something great happened when our two stars collided. Hmm. I was, I was thinking more like matter and antimatter. They annihilate into pure energy. Yeah, but that's like if one was like the worst character and one was like the best character, I feel. Like. Oh, I see. Well, they they are they are both kind of Marty antagonists, but on complete from completely different angles. Yes, right. So that that is interesting. But at any rate, so so they and I feel similarly. By the way, about Jacob, I I feel like he's been kind of laminated uh, (laughs) in death. So I like that that uh, usage of that word. That may be a better. I don't know what's I don't know what's a better description laminated or retiring as champ but i guess if it's only retiring as champ if, if the character is actually your favorite character not one of your favorites so 
anyway, so that's that's good. I'm glad you liked this episode, Kurt, and I'm glad that you finally have come around and seen the light that season two is better than season one. I did make another assertion that oh, this geez. was not your favorite episode of the season. Am I right in saying that? That is correct. Yeah, I I, I assume so. Game okay. day petty is the best petty. And I'm gonna <laughs> say it right now, no episode's gonna beat game day petty. Unless yeah, game day four, petty. Unless yep. season four brings back like flashback game day petty game day <laughs> petty part two game harder like something like that but <laughs> game night <laughs> game night petty yeah maybe I, listen <laughs> don't know what they want to go on that but okay just saying now do you want to guess my rating or are you you gave it a 10 i mean i if you said you like season two more than season one like not giving this a 10 would be outrageous so, yeah so i i did like give it a 10 I did give it a 10. Now, do you think this is my favorite episode of the season? See, what was the favorite one? Didn't you give it to some weird one? Well, I'm right. What was the well, badger it, you gave it to? It, it, well, it had been, it had been uh, One Way Out, the, yeah, the kidnapping, outrageous. the Wendy kidnapping yeah. one. Uh, I have since uh, upgraded the badger to my favorite episode of the season. So, so I, just, I just want to ask, did you decrement One Way Out or did you upgrade badger? Which, which one was that? Like, did one go down or did the other go up? Did both how, how no 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 but i mean it's like <laughs> it's like it's like let's say we're running a race right uh-huh and like you're steadily ahead of me we're going both like five miles per hour but then uh-huh. i pass you did i go faster or did you just go slower like like which oh. gave ground here right like interesting it, interesting uh if i had to pick one of those options i'd say badger went up i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that I that's not the answer i was looking for but okay um well, see, I was gonna say, you, like any reasonable person in your shoes would give it a ten, but yeah, I did. I gave it a ten. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. What do you mean? I said well, I gave I, it a ten. Yeah, but I said no. Not no, I'm talking about this episode, this one. Yes, I gave you. I gave this a ten. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you, I meant any reasonable person in your shoes would say that this episode is the favorite of the season for them. In my shoes? Yeah. Why my shoes? Because game days wasn't my number one to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> this is my second rated episode. And so if you're not reasonable. Well, obviously, I'm not reasonable. So do you think this supplants the Badger right. for the number one spot? I think it did for me. So I gave I gave it yes. No, I'm talking about my ranking. You know, I, and I may not even reveal it, that today because I may just wait until the wait wait you can't do that you can't you can't withhold the rating right you, you, I, well i told you the that. rating it's 10 so, the ranking okay. oh okay. fair enough oh, you can withhold the ranking no no that's fine actually no you're right you're right okay just know just know next season oh you need a world of pain <laughs> i mean i'll tell you right now if you want me to tell you right now but i was thinking i might hold off until the ranking episode but if you well, uh, if, if you, you want to know i'll tell you right now tell me but in three words this is three <laughs> what <laughs> this is below <laughs> like a way out or whatever the yeah, crap one, one way called? one way out one yeah. way this is below <laughs> one way out are you kidding me yep. are you crazy yep. find Keeping the badger one way maybe, out right? and the number two yep. oh that's <laughs> so really this this finale yep. episode it's yes. below the one where like Ruth tells Wyatt the truth, the one where like Marty gives up Zeke, where Darlene saves Jonah, where uh, the mob burns down the building, where 
Wendy usurps Marty, kills Kate, and um, like doesn't go on the the plane, the the vacation, quote unquote, where where Petty and Kate, the stars, you know, collide. Like this, this is the episode that is below the episode where where a guy takes Wendy and Wendy goes, oh, but I'm your friend. And then once he like goes, oh, thank you, friend. I'll let you out. And he, she's like, ah, I'll run now, friend. I won't even beat you. I'm just going to like hit you once. That's like a plot hole. Run off. You'll capture me back. And it'll just end with your death anyways after we went through this whole shroud because you didn't think too far ahead after like, what? Come on. Really? That that that, that episode beat this episode? How? Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a gross oversimplification. Of no, 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 no. That was, that was, that was a great... That was a great <laughs> I don't think you could add a shred more detail to... Oh, wait, that's all I remember. That's all I remember. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's... Uh, no, I, I, this is this is a, an awesome episode. I, really, this is truly no, a great episode. That. No, you can't do that. But you've already, but, but, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna hear me bash this episode. I'm, I'm not gonna do it because I still love this episode. But you don't hear me bash way, one way out. <laughs> I'm not gonna rebash. No, I'm not gonna let you rebash one way out either. So, <laughs> but, but one way out just worked for me on a level that this did not. That one way out was such a turning point in the series to me yeah. I, I i i can't get past that like without one way out this episode is nothing i disagree with that statement <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a terrible assertion so i guess the one thing is the one thing that happens there is that they get z so they okay but but the the point is to, the to one way out like it's where that's the episode where wendy and marty flip rolls that's it, and it's and it's yeah. and it's been that way since then, and, and and that's what I think makes season two so special is is that you see that transition, and that transition is triggered by one way out. So, anyway, that that that's where I am at right now. I don't know. Talk me out of it. Talk me into bumping well, this up. I don't clearly, think... I can't. Clearly, I can't. Like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I, it could. It could. I don't think. I don't think you'll get it up past the Badger because. Uh, I just well, find fine. something so beautiful about that Jacob and Darlene story. I just can't even like it, it's what I think about when I think about season two of Ozark. Yeah, I, I, I can't blame you on that. One. I thought about putting yeah. that below the badger. That's fine. Yeah, I don't blame so, anyway. you much being below the badger, but one way out, I was not <laughs> expecting that. That was took the wind out of me. Okay. I'm sh- I'm still shocked that you didn't give that episode a 10. I I don't know. You've given half the episodes in the season a 10. You're telling me that one way out is in the bottom half of the episode. It's deafening. Season? My actions oh. are deafening. It's it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh let's talk about the title, The Gold Coast. We've been hearing that word that uh not word, that location <laughs> all season long, The Gold Coast. The, and yes, <laughs> the word the that's right <laughs> <laughs> and we finally get some payoff toward to, to that which we it's similar to what we got in season one with the word or the phrase i guess redneck uh we finally we got some big payoff for that in the finale of season one we get the payoff to the gold coast here in season two i don't know that there is a big payoff like that in season three we'll have to keep our eye out for it anyway so the gold coast uh, I like this title. Don't love it. How about you? Yeah, same way. Like, it, listen, yeah. it's a good title in terms mm-hmm. of Ozark titles. 
not a great title overall, especially like in terms of if you're skimming through the titles, like, oh, the Gold Coast, they're going there, right? They go, oh, mm-hmm. the plans, that's all coming together, right? So, yeah. and then it doesn't all come together the way you think it will. So, right, right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's not, it's then, not a master stroke. No, I, I don't think so either. I don't think this is going to make my cut for best or worst title of the season yeah. during the recap episode. I got to stop saying recap episode, the ranking episode. Every episode's, recap. Recap. Right. Every episode's a recap. Every episode's a recap. Like I label, I title them recaps though. So they, you don't call them ranking. Oh, uh, you title them recaps? I do recaps. title them That's recaps. And because, you, because you title them season two recap. So that yeah. uh, indicates that we're recapping all of season two. That's fine. Okay. I feel better. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, talk about the symbols. Uh, the Z is this podium with a microphone, which is not in fact, the podium that they use in, in this episode, it's a different podium altogether. Interesting. I did not keep track of podium <laughs> that well, so I, I can't speak on that. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I also uh, cannot see the Z in this letter. I, I, I don't see a Z at all. I. Nor can I. Okay. I do not see a Z. The, the camera is next up. Wait. Yep. It's the A. Um, yes. I will also be honest. I don't see the A in this camera. And nope, the camera signifies <laughs> uh, the t- taking of a photo yep. of the birds at the very end. Yep. So uh, the last scene we see of them. Uh, the R is the explosion from the of the uh, office triggered by Frank Cosgrove and the Kansas City mob, which it's you know what's really interesting is I looked to see if you got that stream coming like down at an angle off the top of the building and it, i think it almost looks like you do <laughs> right, not go this in depth oh like, dear why are you going this far you're like, oh let's see mm, pretty accurate depiction yeah yeah i was like because it looked a little awkward in the in the symbols i was like i don't think an explosion would ever look remotely like that but it kind of did so anyway I, I, I this is this is an okay letter. I can see the R here. I think it's a little I, forced. I think I think this is by most metrics would be a terrible symbol for the letter, but compared to the previous two, and possibly <laughs> compared to all of them, the best yep. one. So yeah, good, good work. The last yep. one, which took me a long time to even realize what it was until I realized it was sideways, is yeah. the uh, water airplane that uh, you know Marty plans to escape with his family on and even prepays the guy which by the way yeah. I hope he gets that back hope that's refundable <laughs> but I'm trying to think it isn't yeah uh, and I wonder when that guy's gonna finally decide to leave <laughs> I I don't love when they turn the symbols sideways like this because I actually think this looked the most like the letter of any of the symbols really but it was it, I do I can't see it at all I'll be honest you don't see the K no, I can't. Oh, okay. All right. But is that okay? But they turned it on its uh, yeah, it's fine. So, but they turned it on its side and so that that is a little off-putting and, and you have to really kind of strain to figure out what exactly it is. So, um yeah, anyway. I'm um, going to say right now. So right now yep. these are the worst set of symbols. This is terrible. <laughs> this is the worst. They're it, awful. It's like there's so much uh, throughout the episode. I I put notes up I think three different points where i thought this could have been a better symbol to put in did you really i did because well the biggest reason why this is so terrible is that they're all the same storyline basically it's all to do with the birds yeah right and like yeah okay that's the bird trying to escape the airplane and the 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 podium and the camera literally almost the same thing the podium and camera are like 
even like the explosion too. Like, yeah, okay, you wronged the Kansas City mob. That barely happened this episode. That happened more last episode. We just <laughs> saw the discussion here, and then they blow it up. Like that's, it's basically the real. I just, it's all the same like storyline. It's just terrible. I just, it, what about yeah, every I other storyline that happened? What about Petty? Come on, I give know. him something. I'll, I'll, give I'll him say a, right a now, fishing rod, a toolbox, like but, whatever. Yes, the tool, I would say the bait box would have been a great yep. symbol for Petty or a truck, right? Those two yes. would have been great for Petty, right? But yeah, or 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 like, so like a you know we get that shot of Cade with the Petty in the water, like a bird's eye view. Could have had like a yep. shot of that, right? Yep. If they want to do that as well, like a little artificial. Oh my God, you're right. That would have been awesome. And they could have, they could have really made that emulator they wanted, probably, but whatever. Yep. Right. They they. Uh, that's one. That's one of my other three, but I'll I'll reveal them as they come. But yeah, just ridiculous. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you're right. And, and honestly, I don't think any of these are really great representations of what happens in the episode. I actually. I couldn't come up with what I think is the best representation of the episode here. I, I originally wrote that the camera was the best yeah, one. I said the camera. If I had to pick but one, then uh... I said, no, wait, maybe the camera's the worst one. But <laughs> I, I, I actually think that, that that photo right at the end is pretty iconic. And so probably the camera is the best. Yeah, I'd say the, the camera, one. but like. Like the camera would have been fine in isolation and get rid of all these other three. If but it looks like an A, maybe. <laughs> I, I've ever been like a letter purist, right? Like I in fact, I didn't even know these were supposed to be letters until you told me. My first time watching Ghost <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, some symbols for the episode. Like well, I didn't know they were supposed to be letters. So I was just like, oh yeah, there you go. Let's see the symbols. So uh, I've never I don't care about the letter part. I mean kind of a bit, okay. but yeah. Uh, the camera camera's good enough. But okay not now with this mix yeah no I, I i agree all right well i'm interested to hear what you have to say about the remaining about the symbols that you would have replaced these with so because i, I really like the idea of Cade dragging petty through the water that is a fantastic symbol it would have been amazing but anyway all right missed opportunities let's take our opportunity to start running through the episode shall we we'll start okay. in go ahead well, sorry, by all means. Yeah. Okay. We'll start in a Photoshop where Marty's getting a passport photo taken. Have you ever had a passport photo taken? I have. I have. Yeah. I always take neutral expressions for like licenses. That's what they, those are actually the instructions. You that need to have I a do. neutral expression. Yeah. So, so do you take, a, I, do you do that or do you smile? Yeah. No, neutral expression. You have to. That's what they say. So, uh, so I, and Marty's correct here, but there's some symbolism to this that he isn't going to smile because he's not in a happy place right now. Yeah. Uh, next we go to Buddy's Mausoleum, where Marty goes over the whole process of money laundering with Ruth. So, the, I mean, he went to her last week and said, you know, I need you to take over the business uh, because I'm leaving and taking my family with me. We're yeah, here are my shoes. You got to run it. Yeah, exactly. There's a tracker and, on them from the cartel. Uh, yeah. You're going to be the same issue I am, but yeah, let's got to split. Uh, yep. <laughs> I think you'll fit my size. So let's go. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, I mean, Ruth could turn all this money over to Cade. Like this is, this is a big deal. We know this is a big deal. Marty doesn't know how big a deal it is that he's showing Ruth where the money is, but he's doing it. And she's worried that she can't do the job that Marty uh, does. And so Marty quizzes her to show her that she's good. And she's going to have to keep this from Cade. That's the thing. He Marty doesn't say this to her, but we know that she, either she's going to have to keep this from Cade, or 
if she turns if she turns this over to Cage, she's probably dead. Yeah. So, and now that Marty is staying, this is going to pose an interesting situation that Ruth is very deeply embedded in this now. But with mm-hmm. Cade gone, probably doesn't matter as much. Yeah, I'll just move the money again. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, this is a pretty good hiding spot. Listen, I, I think it's pretty good, but I don't think there's locks on like the the like the the pickup part of the money. Like that's like let's put in like a weird lock or some way. I think there's a lock on the mausoleum itself. Nah, that's not good enough. No. So uh, here's they here's my issue million with it. in there, right? Like come on. yeah. Here's Spare my no issue expense, with it. Right? If if somebody is is following Marty, and they see him once or twice a week going into Buddy's mausoleum, I think they know where the money is. I and know. This is like, <laughs> even Ruth if, going there. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. <laughs> why did Ruth even know Buddy? Why would she be going to pay respects to Buddy once or twice a week? It's ridiculous. I don't think it's that great of a hiding spot in terms of if they're actually getting followed. It's, I mean, it's not a great hiding spot for Marty. It's a terrible hiding spot for Ruth. Yeah. I, no, so I think it's a good hiding spot, spot unless you're getting followed. Like if people, if yeah. they just start searching them in their house, like they're not going to probably look there. But if they're getting followed, yeah, yeah it's a terrible yeah. spot. Exactly. All right. At the Missouri Bell, which is the, the name of the boat that they're turning into the casino boat, Wendy and Marty show Helen around. Uh, Wendy's got Zeke with her. Uh, and Helen is very, very impressed. Uh, it, she says it rarely happens that organized crime is able to set up a self-sustaining legitimate business. And she, Helen, encourages them to consider expanding, which is <laughs> exactly what Marty doesn't want to do, but you can almost see the spark in Wendy's eye when Helen says that. Yeah. Like even after <laughs> Helen leaves, she's uh she's uh pushing for it. Like, you know what? It's pretty good for us. Yeah. Yeah. And Marty, you know, he's he's almost ignoring Helen and just worried about these operational accounts. Why aren't they set up and running yet? Helen wants to wait until the contracts are signed. It's exactly what marty doesn't want again he wants these accounts set up ready to go so that they can take off because he can't take off until he knows that this is set up and ready to go but and like you said wendy seems very interested in helen's proposition here i think this is probably do you think this is the beginning of helen kind of pulling strings on wendy I mean, it must. I can't think of any scene prior to this. Right? I can't either. And, and I know that by the end of this episode, Helen is living in Wendy's head rent-free, uh, right? Is that... I won't really say that because I don't think Helen knows no? that. I think it's more like Helen's got Wendy tied around her finger. That's I, a I fair know. point. I, yeah, I, I, Helen's, Helen's not trying to live in Wendy's head rent-free. I, I think yeah. that... But, but Wendy is smitten and completely idolizes helen it seems yeah oh yeah she's she's like that's me like i see that's that's me you i really feel that like i really feel that in the scene back at the bird's house later on in the episode that wendy sees herself in helen yeah yeah all right so uh, amazingly we're four scenes in and we're only finally getting to see this conversation between Cade and Petty. I thought for sure that they'd open the episode with this. You think but. so? When, Like I said, last time I'll probably say it, maybe not. Maybe I'll say it again, but mm-hmm. two stars collide. He thinks it's a notable event. 
interesting. Yep, it's it's huge. All I'm it's saying huge. is I think NASA would report. Hey, in the star sky, two stars are going to collide <laughs> here. So look up, you'll see it. You'll see it happen. Yeah. So. so much like Russ, Cade can't seem to give Petty anything useful. He thinks he's got all the dirt on Marty, and he really doesn't have anything that Petty can use, unless he's willing to testify against Ruth which he seems like maybe he would do it. And Petty criticizes this about him. He criticizes, criticizes pretty much everything about Cade. And he just insults him after insult after insult. And he doesn't know Cade, but we know you can't do this to Cade because Cade's going to hit you over the head with a tackle box. Yeah, potential symbol for the episode. Good symbol, yeah. Now, he hits him and, and he immediately regrets it i don't know if regret is the right word but he immediately recognizes that he has to finish this because he's going back to jail because he just hit a federal officer so may as well just go all the way and kill the federal officer and and hope nobody finds out so that is the end of one roy petty are you sad a bit but look uh, he's laminated now i mean i saw this coming for a while now um but yeah, I am sad. Sad to see Petty go. Sad to see go. But, <laughs> yeah. And you've been saying it for the whole season. Like, we were wrong to criticize this character. This is a great character. Yeah. Yeah. You were definitely wrong to criticize him as a character. <laughs> I would agree. Okay. And anyone else that might have done it accidentally, but they understand that they were wrong and they apologize for it. And All right. rest in peace, Petty. Yes. Anything else you want to say to you? You Google eyes, Petty? Do I what? Google eyes. <laughs> uh, it's a Zoolander reference. Anything else you want to say to eulogize Petty? No, I think you would have wanted it short and sweet. Um, <laughs> okay. But no, it, it's definitely like a big bait to the audience. That's like, you know, the, the one scene, like just the way Petty dies, right? It's just so, mm-hmm. it feels out of the blue, right? Just the intro, boom, he's gone. And that's it. There, there's Petty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. And, and Cade, you know, kind of fills him up with rocks and drags him out into the middle of the river and lets him sink. So back at the birdhouse, Darlene is waiting to tell Wendy that Jacob died and that his dying wish was to stop the casino. Well, Wendy is very sympathetic at first. Oh, I'm so sorry, Darlene. That's terrible. Yeah. And his dying wish was to stop the casino. Oh, says you know, Wendy. Suddenly a switch flips. I see what happened here. Yeah, that's not happening. Sorry. Uh, uh, Darlene does say that I, I might be persuaded to stand aside in exchange for that baby you just uh, got from Mason there. And Wendy promptly dismissed. So we have some, some foreshadowing here about uh, Darlene and Zeke. But Wendy is demonstrating her intelligence here. She's, I think in this scene, she has figured out that Darlene killed Jacob. Oh, yeah, no, she knows. Yeah, she knows. Oh, certainly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Over at the Langmores, Cade is pleading with Ruth. This is a very different side of Cade because it is, uh, there's no aggression here, at least not yet, from Cade. This is all contrition and just pleading, practically begging with Ruth to be his alibi. And he, I mean, he plays this super nice for a while, but eventually Ruth's going to piss him off enough to set him over the edge because she refuses to cover for him once she finds out that he killed the federal that she he killed petty uh, he she's she wants nothing to do with it it's his business not hers 
and she's out, and he is super upset now. I I just want to be noted how good of a dad Cade really is, right? Um, listen, he's stressed out. We understand that, but look what he did to help Ruth, right? Had he threatened to uh, put her in jail, and Kate just couldn't have it, so he had to he had to kill Petty. So, yeah, he's father of the year. At social services, Marty tries to give <laughs> Zeke. A, I I can't even make any. I Kate is the worst. He's so awful. Uh, I'm so glad for Ruth's sake that he's gone. Although it does, he did add a layer of complication to Ruth's character that was super interesting. And that's why season two Ruth is my favorite Ruth. But anyway, uh, that's the best I'm willing to say about Cade. I, I think what you're saying there is like Cade. So Cade makes Ruth better. Ergo, Cade is a great dad, right? Because wouldn't you say that a great parent can make their kid better? Is that a... Is that a I, that I said... Saying? I said he makes her more interesting, a more interesting character, not better. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Marty goes to social services because he's trying to give Zeke back, uh, basically back to social services. I guess not really back to social services, but he wants them to put Zeke with a, a great family, like right now. But and they're very receptive to it. But they say, yeah, it'll take six to eight weeks, 10 at the most. Uh, again, Marty wants to rush things just like he wanted to rush getting Zeke, which was supposed to take six weeks or so. Now he wants to rush getting rid of Zeke, which is now, again, supposed to take six to ten weeks. All I can say about this is that it's a good thing that this is a different social services guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that first guy would have been very confused. But yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say there? No, no. Just, yeah. Okay. Do what he's got to do. Okay. So Jonah is riding his bike down the road as one does, and Darlene blockades him as one does. And we don't really know what happens to Jonah and Darlene until the next scene when Marty bursts in the door looking for Jonah because Wendy has called him to let him know what happened. And it turns out they cut Jonah's hair. Uh, uh, what kind of cut is this? I think he just took scissors and like snip, snip. Snip, snip, and then that's that's what he had left. Like he just kind of ran yeah. snipped at his hair. I mean, yeah. That's it's, all I can it's, it's it kind of reminded me of um. Did you ever see the Jim Carrey version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas? No. Unless if I did, I don't remember. really. Okay. I've... All right. Well, I'm gonna tell this so that if audience members have seen it, they they might get the reference. But uh, the Grinch shaves the mayor's head right down the middle. So just give, puts a big bald stripe around right down the middle of his head and the mayor's little lackey in order to match the mayor does the same thing. So it, se it, it just seems like they just haphazardly took a couple of strokes at, at Jonah's hair and that was it. I'm not sure how, I, mean, I guess this is threatening enough because she he tells Marty and Wendy, Mrs. Snell says, you know what she wants. So this was a, clearly enough of a threat to get the message across to Marty, at least, if not Wendy. But Marty, meanwhile, while being distraught about Jonah, is texting Charlotte. Now, I'm assuming that some of this is triggered by the fact that Jonah was just basically abducted by Darlene. But most of this, I think, is triggered by him trying desperately to reconcile enough to get her on the plane with them. 
<laughs> right. And it, it's it, it, they show us the you know the the ellipsis, the three dots on Charlotte's end as she's typing a response to her father, which we know is you know I love you too. Marty doesn't know that, and she never sends it, so he's left hanging there. Yeah. That ever, <laughs> that that ever happened all. to you? Have ever someone? Not to my recollection. I'm trying to think if I can. I cannot remember seeing the dots and them going away. Oh, I uh, have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, no, no, I can't think of that. Besides, like, yeah. you know, no, I, I've probably seen it when I'm saying like bye, like, like if I'm like a texting session, so like live texting. But like, uh-huh. no, I can't. I can't recall that because normally if I text someone, I don't like wait for the reply directly afterward. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really do like instant texting all that much not as much as i used to but yeah no i can't remember no yeah it's definitely happened to me and and i hate apple or Uh, you know this is an apple iphone i'm pretty sure yeah Uh, i hate i hate apple for even including this feature it drives me absolutely no no here's what i have had though i've had a log like the dot 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 for a long time but then just like a very simple response back like wait a second like that dot 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 was a lot longer than it takes to type that so like are you exactly slowly is is, was just something else and you backspaced it like what's going on like i i have had that i was like wait a second but uh, the the other the other problem i have with it is on the other end when i'm typing a response (laughs) you're stressed out uh, and i'm like i they could be looking at that ellipsis on the other end, knowing i'm about to respond and i'm not I don't want to. I don't want to respond right now. So I'm going to stop. But now they might know that I completely ignored them, blatantly ignored them. I don't think I've ever so, thought of that. Someone else, it's oh, like the other point of view, which makes you feel a little bad. But oh, I, I hate that thing. So, but I, I love the use of it in this episode. I, I was, I was yeah, kind of excited. It's really to see creative it. use. Yeah, pretty cool. So, where was I? I was over here. So, the fishing spot where Cade killed patty kate's got a bit of a problem now because did i miss something i said allegedly like oh yeah oh sorry yeah even though we saw it but yeah okay so the that fishing spot kate's big problem right now is that you know he's got the body he thinks taken care of anyway but petty's truck or or car whatever it was car we'll say was right there and he's got to figure out how to hide that so he kind of covers it with some branches it's not easy to hide a car. It's such a bad job. Why do you even bother? You I know. The car. Even when the person walks, so when eventually gets discovered, like I bet yep. you like a thousand bucks, if he didn't bother hiding the car, wouldn't have been found. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Like people would be like, oh yeah, there's a car there or whatever. Him trying yeah. to hide the car yeah. got him in trouble like sooner. Like, yep. Like, you know. <laughs> Terrible idea. This You can't tell me Cade doesn't know how to hotwire a car. The- what what's that supposed to mean? Uh, what I'm I'm saying that he probably knows how to hotwire a car, and if he does, he should have driven it away somewhere far away, maybe Chicago. Well, I don't know about that, Mister Sal. Well, that's a bit of an assumption, isn't it? Just assume he knows how to hotwire a car. I mean, he's a boat guy, uh, it a is, car guy, right? It is an assumption. It's a hypothesis. It's an assumption based on evidence that you have. So mm, well, I don't know about that. He's a pretty. He's a pretty. He's pretty. He's on the straight and narrow. I don't think you would. Uh, God, I, you so know, he's on probation is, as well. You know, okay. this, that. this is one thing that I'm really looking forward to for season three, is that I don't have to hear you sing Cade's praises anymore. Uh, all, all I'll say is one crime does not mean you got to do more crimes, right? Like, yeah, oh, Petty. Something bad happened to Petty. I don't know if he's dead or not, but certainly <laughs> he's done something wrong there. I'll give you that, but. Hotwire a car after that, like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. 
Let's just out. There's no need to start stacking charges, right? Let's, oh god. Let's keep to what we All have. right. So I I have to say this next set of scenes is probably some of Marty's best Jason Bateman's best acting in the series so far. I, I'm so impressed with the next couple of scenes. The other time I was super impressed with Jason Bateman was uh, in One Way Out after killing uh, after killing Mason, uh, t- t- that panic attack that he was having, and then going into that kind of catatonic state during the interview. But here he's looking over Zeke. He knows what Darlene wants. And he looks at Zeke and he says, there's nobody else around to hear it. I don't know how to protect you. And the very next scene we have is Marty showing up at Darlene's house with Zeke during their, whatever this is, it's not a funeral, it's it's gathering uh, for Jacob. And he tells her the social security, not social security, social services, uh, will let her father's or foster Zeke. She doesn't want to foster him. She wants to adopt him. But there's a clause in the foster agreement that says that as, as long as Mason doesn't come back to claim him in the next two years, she can adopt him. And she says, well, what if he does? And he tells her, you know, you have to trust me that he will not. Now, he doesn't outright admit that he killed Mason here. Mm-hmm. He doesn't outright admit that he knows Mason is dead here. And I think that that was extremely wise because. Oh, you don't do that to Darlene. You don't want to give Darlene that ammunition. So, so that's, that was a good move on his part. But he does say, if you ever touch one of my children again, I'll effing kill you. And he hands Zeke off to Darlene and says to Zeke, I'm so sorry. And walks away. Like this is heartbreaking this is like you know you know you know know what this is like on the tier of or possibly even better than one way out (laughs) oh i said this is like maybe the pinnacle of bateman's performance in in ozark is the scene uh i don't know one way out it it might be a, a notch down from that i'm not sure but you can almost see Jason Bateman kind of throwing up a little in his mouth as he's <laughs> delivering these lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's clearly like sick to his stomach doing this. Yeah, well, giving the baby to the dolly. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Not a not a great decision. And, and that's to say one. nothing of the hellfire that he's going to face at home when Wendy finds out about this. Yeah, might have might have cost him the whole yeah. vacation. And I do love how in this series this whole series is 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 like this for for marty it's like he's always playing a losing game with somebody like everything he does to appease one person is going to piss off somebody else that he's going to have to do something to uh, to appease that's going to piss off somebody else that he's going to have to do something to appease and so so on and so forth you know in order to get the casino going or up and running he's got to give up zeke which is going to piss off wendy in order to get the casino going he has to uh forsake the kansas city mob which is going to piss off frank cosgrove and every time every time he tries to appease one person the next person in this you know gauntlet of grievances comes forward and smacks him in the face that's it's really it's relentless 
and you, you kind of always feel like he's losing and yet somehow winning at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, so. He's like trying to pail out of water out of a boat with like a hole in it. Yeah. The hole's never getting fixed. And maybe he just patched up that hole, hole but another yeah. hole pops right in place. Yep. Very unfortunate. Yep. So. Now, it is interesting, though, in this, in this episode, they killed off two of his primary nemeses. You know, he had it coming at him from what four angles i guess yeah the fbi which is still kind of happening just not petty's leading it anymore right so but so so he had the fbi on his back he had the the cartel he had the kansas city mob he had cade uh and i think i missed one darlene kind of oh right the snells yeah yeah right so he had like these five plates spinning that he was trying to balance uh, and they they took two of them off the board, although, like you said, the FBI is not really off the board, but Petty at least is. That and Cade. Petty. Oh, sorry. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, right. Cade, like, Cade, yeah, yeah. 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 Cade, they definitely took off the board. Uh, you know, Jacob and taking cartel, him off the board. Maybe. maybe kind of the cartel. Yeah, I guess he's in decent shape with the cartel right now. So but but my point is they killed off. They killed off Petty and they killed off Cade which would seem like relief for Marty, but they also killed off Jacob, which totally exacerbates that situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because clearly Jake, yeah, clearly Jacob was the one that he wanted to interact with. Okay. Anything else you want to say about this scene at the Snells with the Z canned off? No, no, there's nothing more to really say on it. I'd say, but uh, listen, it's worthy to give this episode uh, a number two ranking. I was thinking you're a total ranking. Okay. So. Keep keep trying, Kurt. Okay. I will. Don't stop. Don't stop trying. All right. Back to the fishing spot. The troopers that uh, give Cade a hard time about parking in there after dark. Now, this is Cade's truck. This is not Petty's car. This is Cade's. But he's parked there in order to hide Petty's truck or car, whatever it was. Uh, and the troopers give him a hard time. And he takes off. But now he's not only killed the federal agent, now he's been seen at the scene of the crime by the troopers. Yeah, they even write down his plate, so. Yeah, so he he recognizes that this is a bigger problem than it was before. Yeah. All right, to the Langmore compound we go, and Charlotte shows up thinking about moving uh, with Wyatt to Mizzou. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, what's, I, I don't know the name of the city where Mizzou Columbia. is. Columbia. Okay, she was so she was going to move to Columbia with him, but Cade shows up and wants Ruth to give him Wyatt's tuition money. He, he said, "I give me all the money you got." She says, "I only I only have Wyatt's tuition money." Yep, give me that then. Did I stutter? He th- yeah, <laughs> he threatens to tell Wyatt about Ruth's uh, Ruth's um, killing Russ. I said that terribly. Ruth's role in killing Russ, which was. <laughs> To kill him, I guess. How do not, I help not, me out, not Kurt? Boyd. I, not Boyd, though. Just <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Boyd doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, poor Boyd. I actually, you know, that guy ended up being kind of, you know, the best person in the family and the in the group of brothers, the three brothers. Yeah, he's that really was, nice to Russ and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was. I ser- clearly the dimmest of the three, but probably the nicest. Anyway. Uh, poor Boyd. Everybody forgets about that guy. But anyway, Cade threatens to tell Wyatt what happened. And Ruth, recognizing 
this is a great scene. This is so good. She recognizes that Cade is always going to have this to hold over her, and she's never going to be able to get out from under him unless she just rips the bandit off and tells Wyatt herself, which she does. She goes right over and she tells Wyatt about Russ. And Wyatt is clearly distraught. Ruth is clearly distraught. And she tells him that you're the only thing in this world that I'll ever love. But Wyatt doesn't want to hear that right now and just leaves. But Cade does not have that to hold over Ruth anymore. No, no, no. Whew, that's an intense scene. Really was. Yeah, very much so was. Do you think she did the right thing? You know, I feel like I feel like you forced Cade's hand there. I don't think Cade would actually do it. Really? I don't think Cade would tell Wyatt, no. You might be right. And I, even if he did, do you think Wyatt would really believe him? No, no, I'm not going down that rabbit hole of Ruth like, trying to lie to Wyatt and to his face. Like, listen, oh. listen, listen. No. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Let's say Ruth just goes inside, doesn't even try to, doesn't even say anything. Cade goes over and tells Wyatt, I'm not entirely convinced that Wyatt believes him. Yeah, it depends what Cade tells him exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, Marty uh, back at home uh, is very emotionally tells Wendy about Zeke and about his plan to go to the Gold Coast. He says to her, I tried to make a lot of things work, but nothing is working. We have two problems the casino might fail. And our family is falling apart. Giving Darlene the baby was the only way to solve both. Wendy is obviously upset that he did all of this behind her back. And he says, I didn't have time to argue. So let's move into our pick a side segment here. And it's your turn to pick. Are you on team Marty or team Wendy here? Marty. Okay. I think it's your turn to pick, right? Yeah, well, you already we'll did. So. so, all right. So, go ahead. Make your Marty argument. Go ahead. Okay. Yep. Um. So wait, just make the argument as Marty or for Marty. I mean, whatever, whatever you want. I, I usually. Wendy, listen here. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Wendy, 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 Wendy. I, I couldn't tell you. You wouldn't let me give over Zeke. Too attached to him. Uh, can't keep Zeke. Listen, he also kind of gives me some PTSD looking at him. Right, so that was just kind of like that was never going to work out. Think of it; it's just like a win-win-win-win situation, right? We, <laughs> like, I don't have to look at Zeke anymore. Darlene finally gets the baby she's always dreamed of. Uh, the casino goes through without a hitch, and this, you know, now we can start building our family back together. Uh, without you know the baby and this whole you know and Darlene coming after us, so that giving up the baby isolation, win-win-win-win-win. And I'll let you, I'll let you rebuttal to that part of it. So I think okay. a, a four-way win. You know, you have a panic attack after you kill a man that kidnapped me. You can't even talk to someone interviewing us, so us in order to, to preserve our family because you're so hung up by this horrible thing that you did that was totally justified. And you just hand an innocent baby over to this homicidal psychopath is what it is. This, this is, you, you don't, you feel guilt about killing Mason. This is what you should feel guilt about. There's, there's no excuse for this. That baby did nothing. You, you get all hung up about Grayson and and Mason. This baby was, was completely innocent and you just fed him to the wolves. I'll, I'll say two things to that. I, I, I do feel guilty, just not as guilty as I did feel looking at him. 
Sorry. <laughs> I, I broke character. Sorry. And, and, and did you see, like, listen, you didn't see it, but Darlene was the sweetest thing you've ever seen to that baby. Like, that baby, there's no way we could love Darlene said it herself. We, there's no way we could love that baby more than she does. <laughs> so. I didn't see you holding the baby like that. In fact, I just saw Jonah holding the baby all the time. I don't think we even kept track of the baby. It was Jonah's baby, if anything. Where's Jonah's input on this? Who had who had the baby on the boat when we were talking to Helen? Who was that? Was it you, Marty? No. I can't remember. That was me. No, it was me. That's because Jonah I'll, was in I'll, school. I'll recall for you. That's because Jonah was in school. You had to watch his baby for him. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the fact that you did all this without talking to me first? Okay. Hmm? So that, that whole aspect of it. You're a busy woman, right? I don't want to like take time out of your day. You got things going on. Um, I'm sure you do things behind my back too, right? So that's just kind of like, oh, is what it is. That 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 uh, that I'll give some ground on. Should have should have told you about it, but you wouldn't this, have been okay with it. This is this look, is this is the four way win. This is the four way win. What else? Can this I do? is listen. This is why I make unilateral decisions because you keep no. doing it to me. No, listen, I, listen. Do you're gonna get on my case? For burning down the Snell's field, which was exactly the right move, and in fact, the only right move, and the only reason why we are still free and alive is Wendy, because I made that decision. I'm about, I'm about to make, I'm about to show you where this all falls apart. Let's say a man walked up to me and said, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred million dollars. Just cut off your, uh, like, like just just clip your fingernails for me and put them in a jar. Like just <laughs> like the like the easy, not not like the pink part, right? So you want you want me to talk to you about that?" What if he walks off and I lose track of him, right? Like, I, that, I'm going to make unilateral unilateral decision. I'm going to, you know, cut off my fingernails, give him, give him to this nice gentleman, give him a clipping, and then get my money. And then we can talk about it afterwards. So sometimes when when an obvious, when, when a situation is just an obvious win, 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 sorry, win, you just got to take it, right? So I, well, I'll, I'll stand by the fact the quad win, zero loss, everyone wins. And we get to save I, money on the baby. So there you go. My, my final argument here, if you're going to make this type of unilateral decision, if you're not going to cut me in on what the, these decisions that impact our family, then you can expect the same from me. I think that was an argument. That's more of a threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, oh, me. no, no, no. No, that was a concerned mother. No, no. Who's, who's it was looking out for her children. It was certainly not an argument, though. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so that was my last little zinger. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, we can call that segment there. Do you actually agree with Marty? Yeah. I'd say you gotta be moved. Uh, I think that giving Zeke to Darlene is probably the right move. Uh, I also think that Wendy has the point that he should have consulted her. Yeah. Wendy certainly has a point on that. But. No, I, I don't. I think the quad four-way win is not an outlandish statement. To, uh, to that's say. a great point. That's a great point, <laughs> for sure. That's a, that's a that's a big deal. That's not nothing. It's not very much in your lifetime. You'll be lucky if you see three quad weight wins in your lifetime. That's all I'm saying. So you've got to really <laughs> take them, grasp them by the horn when you can. That's, it's that's like a four-leaf clover. Speaking of unilateral decisions that Marty makes, the next thing he does is go meet with the seaplane captain and finalize the plan with him. Meanwhile, Helen visits the house to talk to and uh, is talking to Wendy because Marty's not there. He's setting up the plane. And she wants to know, Helen wants to know, if Jacob's death is a problem. Wendy says it's taken care of. Now, it's taken care of by Marty because he gave Darlene the baby. But Apparently, according to Helen, Navarro, who is the head of the cartel, Navarro is very impressed with what they've accomplished. 
he was convinced that they would fail and that they would run. And Helen, she says, is especially impressed with Wendy specifically. Now, we know that they are planning to run, that, that at least Marty has every intention of running. So Navarro was pretty much on the money when it comes to Marty. Yeah. But Helen saying that she's especially impressed by Wendy is all Wendy needs to latch on to, the, to, to latch on to and propel her forward here. I thought Wendy was about to throw Marty right under the bus. Yeah, okay, by the way, Marty is trying to run away, but sorry. <laughs> so, so enamored I, by Helen. Yeah, I mean, it would not have shocked me. It would not have shocked me. Uh, but she again, Helen again, wonders what Wendy wants out of her new situation. And Wendy says, your gratitude. I mean, could there be a more brown nosed thing to say? No. This is, this <laughs> well, is you ridiculous. Have yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Your gratitude. Yeah, well, you have that. You have, and that is a powerful thing, says Helen. So, okay. Yeah. So, so Wendy has her head all the way up Helen's butt, and we are off to the races with those. Sorry, two. I, I need to, um, I need to uh, I need I need, I need to go back for a second. I completely forgot. I realized while we were talking to him that I, I forgot earlier when Jonah comes home, his hair be, having been cut, right? Yep. I, yep. I forgot in my notes that uh never mind. Oh. No, nope, nope, that's for later. Well I guess I've already oh. said later when uh, Charlotte shaves Jonah's head, flippers yep. would have been a great symbol. Right? Like hair you flippers. know what? Jonah's hairstyle or just hairstyle, the top of his head would have been a great symbol. Cut it. Just anything like yep. probably scissors so we didn't see them cutting the hair. But yeah, his hairstyle yep. or just yep. clippers when Charlotte shaves his head. You know, just so, yep. something like that to talk to, to show to the, the Darlene story and everything that kind of hints to Zeke and everything. I think that's a yep. fair homage, but nonetheless, continue on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, uh, you, anything else about this scene at the house? Uh, no, no, nothing with the hell of it anyway. Okay. So uh, we go to the office, Bird Enterprises office, and Frank Cosgrove shows up with just, you know, random thug number one or whatever. And he's, he's upset with Marty for making a deal with the gaming commission because he knows that cuts him out and his union out of the... Um, the contract that he had with Marty to have the casino be a union shop. Well, Marty like goes from zero to 60 in like no time flat. It gets instantly aggressive. And yeah, he's, he's like, back. yeah, he's just like, you know, what's this guy doing here? What's he, are you going to kill me? What's he doing here? Can you just leave me alone and let me do my job? Which is like, I was very taken aback by this. This is like, oh my God, this is the head of the Kansas City mob. Why are you talking to him like this? He just needs to do his job. That's it. Listen, it all sort itself out. We'll, we'll work this out. I'm not running away. I'm here to fix it. Let me just yep. fix it. But he does make a great point. He says, without that deal, there is no casino. And that means there are no jobs. We're going to take care of you. Just relax and let me do my job. So it's a great point. You got to make that deal in order to, in order to get the casino at all. Otherwise, there are no jobs. There's not even a chance that he can deliver on his promise to make a union shop casino. So, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else with that? No, no, nothing else. All right. 
back to the Langmores. Charlotte is looking for Wyatt and she's there at exactly the wrong time because Cade is there and he's frantic and he aggressively confronts Charlotte about Marty's money. Uh, and three tries to intervene on Charlotte's behalf and Cade just decks him, knocks him down. And he drags Charlotte by the hair. Ruth, for the second time in, is this the second time in two episodes or the second time in three episodes, pulls the gun on him? I think second time. Because it was, it was the badger when I know she he pulled it robbed, on him. she pulled it on him, right? I think she only pulled it on him once last episode, right? Other time? Right. Yeah, this is the so second time in second time in two episodes, right? I, yeah. My question was, did that happen in the Badger or did it happen? Oh, I mistook where the number was. No, I think it happened in the Badger. Yeah, I, I think it did too. So this is the second time in two episodes that Ruth pulls a gun on Cade, and she gets Charlotte in the car and drives away with Charlotte, telling Three to go lock himself inside until Cade cools down. <laughs> I just want to note that <laughs> I guess you're already based on my laughing. Three. Lock yourself in the trailer. Me, me and Charlotte are leaving, and we're not coming back to like I don't know when because they don't come back for the whole night. She's gone there I the next know. morning. Like he's just left out there. I know. <laughs> I feel so we're bad for three here. They're like, hey, three, come with us. It's like three. Me and Charlotte are going. You, you're an unimportant character. Go, go lock yourself in your trailer and keep yourself busy. Okay, back. <laughs> like that's it. Like what? <laughs> Why? Just yeah. Outrageous. So anyway. Oh my god. Okay. So in Ruth's car, Charlotte wonders where Wyatt is and if he's coming back. Ruth doesn't know and she's pretty broken up about it. They get back to the birdhouse and Charlotte just immediately runs and hugs Wendy and, and is so happy to be home. Just wants to sleep in her own bed, but she hasn't changed her mind about emancipation. So that's interesting. No, Marty and no, not at all. Okay. It's her bed. <laughs> yeah. Marty and Wendy insist that Ruth stay with them because they're worried about Cade and how he's going to react to this. She tells them that Cade, she tells them that they now know that Cade wants the money. And even if he runs away, he'll come back. And, and we see the look in Wendy's eye as Ruth says this, that Wendy has made the connection and now knows that the only way out of this Cade situation is if Cade's dead. So that, I mean, you, could you see that in Wendy's face as well? Yeah, yeah. It pans over her mm -hmm. when everyone else goes to bed and she's like, hmm. yeah. 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 So Charlotte gives Jonah the haircut. This is where you talked about the, the clippers being a good symbol. I agree. Better than pretty much anything that was in there. Uh, one last symbol to mention oh, at okay. some point, but we'll All have right. to see when that arises. All right. So Wyatt calls Charlotte. And neither one of them is sure what they're going to do next. But he does. He tells her that Marty didn't kill anybody, which could potentially help Charlotte find her way back to, to the birds if she knows that he didn't kill Russ. Because I think that's probably a large part of the reason why she wants to emancipate, because she has bought into Wyatt's theory that they are somehow responsible for Russ's death. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's okay. certainly the case. The her mm -hmm. buying into White's theory that 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 seems very plausible. Mm -hmm. And we get our second scene with Russ in it this season, which I is just wanted awesome. to be noted. Just want to be noted below mm -hmm. one way out this episode in Mr. Sal's ranking below one way out. Sorry, continue on. <laughs> okay. 
so Wyatt talks to Russ in the car a bit. And he said, he's not going to tell three. And he says to Russ, I still love you. But he doesn't know what he's going to do about Ruth. He doesn't know what he's going to do about college. doesn't know about anything. Yeah. I, I really love them bringing Russ back twice in the season. I think it's great. It's really nice if you don't like it enough. <laughs> still can't believe it. Anyway, sorry. What, what, what episode was it that he appeared in previously? Do you remember? It's maybe episode one or two. It was really early in the no, season. No, no, no. He was like, because he was like high in the trailer. Oh, the guitar. It was, it was Stag. I think it was Stag. That, really? That long? Okay, fair enough. I think it was Stag, which, I by the way, I, I, I've, I've upgraded Stag to a 10, by the way. <laughs> I gave it, I gave it a nine on, uh, when we, when we watched it. But the more I have thought about it, I love that episode. So I've upgraded it to a 10. Stag's pretty good. I might, I might give it better than One Way Out. Continue on. It, this is this is difficult. It's a difficult argument for me to make because we're not discussing One Way Out right now, so I, I don't have all that stuff fresh in my mind, and so it's hard for me to make the argument. Because you can't. That, well, no, this is recency bias, though. Like I really think that I, I stand by my decision to keep One Way Out or where it is, because buying into buying into this being better than that i think it's recency bias i really do no was it we'll see okay all right so Wyatt. oh no we're done why sorry marty and wendy are discussed paying off Cade to leave and not telling the kids that they're leaving so finally we see some collaboration between marty and wendy and this is is this a good idea or a bad idea eh. I, we've talked about before paying off a, a blackmailer just means that you're going to keep paying off the blackmailer. Yeah, definitely a questionable so. move, but you know what? I mean, listen, as far as Marty cares, he just needs him to get out of their hair for like long enough for them to get out of here. Exactly. So from I, Marty's perspective, go ahead. I got to ask you, well, I got to ask you, how much do you think Marty cares about Ruth? Like truly? I think, I think a lot except that he's putting her in charge of the operation so he's putting her in harm's way exactly like this yeah. is why not run away with ruth and it's like why well, can't someone just see her do the operations it was like you let well, rachel run away well rachel run away but ruth, well, ruth can't but he ruth's so got wyatt and three to worry about two he knows he's not going to get just ruth out unless he gets all three of them out okay we'll get them all out then come on ah there's not a lot of room on this plane so we're gonna get two bags each. We take all three of them. No bags. You do, I need. I need to bring my stuff. I some important stuff I want to bring. Sorry, guys. Definitely should yeah. get like a second plane or something. Since money does not seem to be the issue here. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, uh, so uh, from Marty's perspective, this this plan works quite well because, as far as he's concerned, they're gonna be gone tomorrow evening anyway. From Wendy's perspective. This plan works quite well as well because she is not planning on this being the end of it. I think she, even at this point, knows she's going to have him killed. Yeah, I think yeah, she's probably already had the discussion. She yeah. plans to have. It. Actually, she probably already has already discussed with Helen. I think so too. So. I think so too. So, so it's interesting because it makes a lot of sense for both of them to agree to this, but both of them should be questioning why the other one is agreeing to this. 
Oh, no, I take that back. Wendy should not be questioning why Marty is agreeing with this. And I guess, by extension, Marty shouldn't question why Wendy's agreeing with this. So it makes sense because they both, as far as Marty knows, Wendy just thinks they're going to be gone tomorrow evening. That's what Wendy thinks about Marty as well. So I guess it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Ru Ruth is, uh, wakes up, they're, they're having breakfast, and she's amazed by the fact that they have breakfast based together basically every day. And she joins them for breakfast and they go over their disappearance plans with Ruth. Yeah. So yeah. anything else you want to say about that scene? Nope, nothing particularly. All right. At the diner, with this, this diner is heavily featured in this season. I mean, a it lot is. goes down this diner. I think we're even Jacob's booth, <laughs> Jacob and Darlene's, but I think they're- uh, It might've been, it might've been. I but, feel like uh, the, it's in a very similar spot if it isn't, like it's bordering it, but I think it is the same. Yeah, but like, this is where Marty meets Petty and shows him the video of his mother. This is where they meet, uh, Jacob and Darlene first met. This is where Marty and Helen meet with Jacob. This is now where Wendy is meeting with Cade. And she offers Cade $500,000 to leave now and never come back. Cade does not hesitate to take that money. He grabs it immediately, but he does criticize her. All you people understand is money, he says, which <laughs> I love that. Is, That's, uh, Cade is the best, man. Oh, uh, like his sense of I mean, humor, a notch. <laughs> I mean, it's hysterical coming from him because all he's cared about all season is this money that he's about to get, and he's only getting a fraction of it. But he's, he's getting it. He's, Listen, Mr. Sell, yep. <laughs> do you have a 500 grand on hand right now? Don't think so. Kate does. That. Um, I do not. He's I whistling not. all the way. <laughs> yep. Uh, we get a little bit of a flashback here, which is you know, doesn't happen in every episode of Ozark, but we see. Wendy setting up the hit with Helen and Helen does warn her this will change you so I, she's, you know, she's like anything you tell me right now you know once once you tell me it's it's set in motion I can't undo it and this is going to change you Wendy goes forward with it anyway so we we don't I mean we kind of know what this now I guess she does she explicitly say they don't say in the flashback, but yeah. they show the flashback after they already killed Cade. Skipped over the actual killing. I skipped the scene? You skipped the killing, yeah. The killing happens before we see the flashback. Oh, I skipped the whole scene. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, I skipped two whole scenes. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you skipped one. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah so, wrong, yeah, so uh, the, there's a small scene at the Missouri Bell where Mr. Hodges, Chairman Hodges, tells the kids that their parent... Uh, parents are doing something great for the community okay uh and that we get this back shot of wendy oh no wait a minute that's a, that's also the next scene i'm all i'm all over the place here uh back in the diner Cade takes off singing in the car yeah, he's went, uh, happy listen i talk about um well i talk about we talk about game day happy silver sea petty right i wish to live every life the way Petty lived game day life. Like I want to be that happy. That is <laughs> that is literal goals. Yes. This is how this is how Kate is right now. Like he's yep. the happiest I think he's ever been. This is peak. Mm -hmm. This is this is great. This is a great father right here, willing to just take the money and never talk to his daughter again. Well, listen, Mr. Sal, you've you've played yourself here. Because do you think Kate is bad for Ruth? <laughs> yes, of course. You know I do. Well, then he's a great father by your own admission there, I think, right? By leaving Ruth, getting out of her hair, great father. 
I hate you sometimes. What do you, what do you mean? You've, that was your words, not mine. And I'm just, I'm just sitting on down. I think the only logical solution, if you think he's a bad, if you think he's bad for Ruth, must be a great father for like, You know what? Don't want to bother anymore. I'll just get this money anyways. They're, they're going to give it to me to leave her alone, and I should leave her alone. At least according to Mr. Sal, a great avid viewer. And there you go. It's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. So okay, moving on. Well, all right. So the uh this this doesn't last long this happy mood because helen's driver blockades him in uh, and you know hovers over a dead animal i think it's a dog in the road and as soon as Cade gets out to yell at him the guy just shoots him dead takes the money and walks this Mm -hmm. is this is another thing right this this Mm -hmm. could have also been a symbol something here right whether it should be like the dead dog or like it could have been like a silhouette based uh stuff here where it's like you know we have a silhouette of Cade and petty we have like a silhouette of jonah's hair right we have like mm-hmm. a silhouette of this situation right mm-hmm. this could have been a really uh, uh, th- something here symbol worthy as long as a duffel bag dead yep. dog yeah maybe so, so, this this is the third symbol i think that could have been yeah i i don't disagree with you i think that's a good idea it is a good idea Excellent. and then th- that we transition to the scene with Wendy and Helen at the office where Helen says that this will change you. Mm-hmm. So there we go. All right. So now I think we're caught up to where I thought we were before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Did I miss anything? Not to my knowledge. Okay. All right. On the back at the Missouri bell, Helen nods to Wendy indicating that the deed is done. And Wendy tells Marty we're staying because it's not safe to run. Do you think it's not safe to run? Unsure. But I, I think it's, I mean, it's not, I think it's, I think it, I think it is safe to run though. Uh, I mean, but, I think it's definitely not safe to stay either. So neither is very safe. And the question is, which one is more safe? Yeah. And I think that's a lot of intangibles that we can't really see. Right. Right. But yeah. I think we could so, run. yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it was a good plan. And Marty even put the, the what would he say? Like, two layers of protection he was going to have all of yeah. their bills paid for by a surrogate yeah if they could find a surrogate in australia he still had to work that part out yeah i guess yeah so she uh wendy tells marty that he's acting out of emotion not logic not, not logic which is quite a turn if we remember the season premiere of this season uh which was reparations after they witnessed jacob killing ash wendy was in the same situation as marty you know marty was telling her you know you're getting emotional not not logical that people make choices and this is not on us and here wendy is telling marty that he's being too emotional and not logical and in fact she says i i've been dying to have you be more emotional i i love you for i've been begging you to be more emotional but you're running away from mason's death and kidnapping charlotte so that she can so that she can't run away and in her mind that is not logical that is emotional and she says we can't make decisions based on other people's choices she said that these are almost exactly his words from reparations and she says it it's for the kids and i didn't have time to argue with you marty so not a four-way win wendy not a four-way win it's different not a four-way win this is how many ways is this? 
I just, a lot of it's a lot of waves, not all winds though. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. I don't get I don't and, get to go on vacation in Australia. So. Yeah. I get to see the budget Gold Coast, not the real Gold Coast. Well, it, it, doesn't she say right here in this scene, this could be our Gold Coast? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I love this scene as a bookend to reparations. I love it. It's so good. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Okay. Uh, where Cade, uh, is, his body is lying dead in the road, which uh, this surprised me a little bit that the cartel just left his body there but they just left his body there and sheriff nix finds it did it surprise you that they just left it there yeah i guess yeah but no but yeah a bit weird they just left the body there but cartel's competent i guess so whatever okay <laughs> fair enough uh so we oh this is where you should we go ahead the gold coast i think this is where Oh, okay. You're, I think you're right. Yeah, so the, the rest of the episode is all at the Missouri Bell, and Wendy argues that they have people here now. They could. This could be their Gold Coast. Right, yes, you're right. And Marty argues that they lost Zeke, and he played chicken with the Kansas City mob because he knew they were running. And, and when we go back and we think about some of the decisions that they made here, you know, to uh, tell off Frank Cosgrove, to pay off Cade. And as far as Marty knows, Cade's still alive and they just paid him off. And these are all decisions made with the idea in mind that they were leaving. And so the, Wendy, or Wendy has kind of under, well, very much undermined that. And Marty's wondering, how do we get out of this stuff now? And Wendy says, oh, it's always better to be the gunman than the one running from the gun, which I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but what if you're the gunman who is also being shot at? <laughs> also true. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Marty gets called up to give a speech at the podium, the different podium, apparently. And uh, the speech plays right into what Wendy was saying, though. I mean, it's like, I, I, I'm wondering if Wendy wrote the speech for him, in fact. Well, because it's, not, it's, it's not a bad point. She might have. Yeah, because it's, it's, I mean, she is, you know, she's got her background in politics. And this is basically every argument she was making before anyway. But as Marty's making the speech, we get this shot, this scene of Darlene singing to Zeke, which, you know, Z Darlene is unhinged for sure. But she does seem like she genuinely cares about this one kid. of four wins one of four wins <laughs> one of four wins exactly uh, fact, we it also could be five yeah. wins just because he gets a loving person to care about him just, it could be no offense to it jonah but i don't think he's capable of it and it appears it was his responsibility sorry <laughs> uh we also get uh, during the speech a uh, shot of the fisherman finding petty's car well uh, during car. the well, very well hidden, yes. Uh, we also get a shot during the speech of Frank Cosgrove and his, his crony blowing up the office. And Wendy kind of leans over to talk to Charlotte and Jonah about Charlotte leaving. And she says she, she wanted to leave. Wendy did. Wanted to leave this family. And she had an affair. And she says, I was so wrong because this is who I am and who I want to be. Now, she says this to the kids and what they're seeing is this, you know, business, successful, very successful businesswoman. Right. And we know that when she says, this is who I am and this is who I want to be, 
she wants to be that she wants to outwardly portray that but she knows what she has to do to make this happen she just ordered a hit on a man and she seems more than willing to do that if it gets her where she wants to go she's in the game now she doesn't want to be out Mm -hmm. during marty's speech we get a shot of ruth identifying Cade's body at the morgue and she cries and kisses him goodbye on the mouth i don't know that's weird but don't some Uh, people do that though like that's kind of weird up here but isn't that like a thing like i don't know i mm, i I don't i've seen this before i don't know man maybe in france (laughs) i don't know think about it they were a little french you could tell from their accent oh my god oh man anyway after oh wait sorry sorry, go ahead i just want it you know your honor i want this on the record right that Kate is dead, right? Kate is no more. Ruth is still sad at his death. So let me that to be noted that if he was a truly terrible father, I mean, wouldn't she be happy? I or mean, my case. I think that part of her is happy. So, so but I understand trying to make a point. I've already rested the case though. So, oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> no, I see. I see what you're trying to say, but no. she's crying. Does not look happy. Yeah, part of her is definitely happy. But there's a there are a lot of complicated emotions wrapped up in some of the survivor of how do i say this wrapped up in the survivor when the the person who's dead was very abusive many complicated emotions we've seen ruth try desperately to please her father despite his abuse throughout two seasons of ozark now possibly unquestionably true possibly true and well actually held you okay well yeah, let's let's finish this up helen tells marty that Cade is dead and he immediately looks at wendy like he suspects that she she arranged she arranged this and they exchange i love yous which is a rare occasion for a very loving Bird. i love you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> before very forcibly smiling for this family photo i mean particularly marty and of course this book ends the episode because he was told to smile in the first scene. He said, nope, got to have a neutral expression. And he's told to smile here, and, and he really doesn't want to, but he does anyway. So uh, and we get that we end on that portrait of the birds. And uh, that's that's it for season two. Season two another, is in the books. Another, another two characters in the books, Cade and Petty. Oh, what a two. death toll. What a death toll this season. For real. Like, yeah, recently, Jacob, Petty, Cade, but even before then. Yep um buddy mason ash ash yeah i mean really this is this is a big death toll of the season and not just minor characters like all of these characters except except for ash probably were bigger than dell all i want to say is ash's death ash's death was talked about more than buddy's death so yeah in fact i think it might have been talked about more than anyone else's death so check me well to be fair petty and Cade just died. So back to those stands, right? Thank you, Darlene, for that one. Constantly bringing up Ash like every other episode. That, <laughs> yeah, you killed seriously. Ash. Yep. The business with Ash. Okay. So that's season two. Uh, I still get this out of 10 out of 10. I'm I'll think about it. I'll I I, I may reshuffle my rankings by the time we so, do our rankings I episode. You, I beg of you to reshuffle your ranking. It would be criminal what? for you not to reshuffle your rankings. That's all. What do I get in exchange for for reshuffling my ranking? No jail time. 
I can guarantee you that. Ooh. No jail time Ooh. for the crime. Ooh. You just committed just... of not having it high enough in your rankings. Uh, I will consider it. Okay, but and I'll let everybody know if I change my mind next week when we cover the whole season and rank the episodes. Just so you're all aware, it's going to be a little bit the same and a little bit different next week when we rank these episodes. We'll still rank them from bottom to top, 10 to 1. Every episode, two minutes, we'll talk about each. So it goes pretty quick, very snappy. Uh, just like season one, we will reveal our favorite and least favorite titles of the season. And we're going to do a little dance of death. That was not a good title. We got to come up with something better to call that. But anyway, we're yeah. going to reevaluate the deaths this season and talk about who we're going to miss the most, who, what, was the, what death was the saddest, what death was uh, the most shocking, and who we're going to miss the least. The, chronic so. the Chronicles of Corpses. The Chronicles of Corpses. Ooh, that's not bad. That's a very forced alliteration there, but... I love alliteration. There's never forced alliteration. <laughs> I know alliteration makes everything better, <laughs> no matter how forced it may be. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, I think that that is gonna. I think that's gonna do it for season two, unless you would like to stick around for the spoilers section. Well, but Mr. be Sal. warned, Mr. Sal. Yes. Oh, oh, second, whoa, whoa. Sal, The hold time. Hold on. That's not quite time for that yet. Oh, hold on. It seems as though. It might be TV time, time. TV time. It's time warped back in a place. Ooh. One of these oh, days, good. can we do TV Phew. time before we review the episode? That, oh. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> would it be, though? I don't know. We'll have to find out. But the people gave it a five. You gave it a five. I gave it a five. That's no issue, Mr. Salas. TV time has really become the more interesting part is the character rating. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the, well, first, let's worry about the character rating. So the character rating one, I don't think it's actually going to be as hard as it typically is. Okay. Um, you gave it to Wendy. The people gave it to Marty, and I gave it to Patty. <laughs> Patty, you suck. Now, now, what are the? Now, what are the? Sorry, I mean, do you want me to discuss my reasoning behind these? No, I. I mean, I. I know why you gave it to Patty because you're giving him the in memoriam pity vote, oh, which you could have just whoa, whoa, as easily. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Pity vote? No, 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 no. He's earned it. Okay. A he pity was vote, in this. A pity vote. A pity vote would be voting for as as people have done and lost. Voting for a character who's sad about another person's death. Right. He was. That's a pity vote. This is yeah, not a pity listen, vote. He was in this episode for literally eighty nine seconds. And like, it was it a is, great eighty nine seconds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, well, was, he so stole the show. He stole Look, the show. If you're gonna, seconds. if if you're gonna vote for Petty as an in memoriam vote, then vote for Cade. Wow. Okay. I wish I could vote for two people. Kate would be my second. But Petty's treated me right. better, right? He's been around longer. He's just he's got seniority. He's got my vote, right? He's okay. in memoriam. Always remember Petty. Um, All right. Well, I will tell you that I I did vote for Wendy, although I was very torn about whether I should vote for Wendy or Marty. And nah, I nah, you weren't that torn. <laughs> nah. I, I'm I'm a little weren't, so. I'm a little concerned that I may have voted for Wendy again because of recency bias, because I think that peak Marty in this episode is better than peak Wendy in this episode. But that scene that Wendy treats us to at the end is just so damn delicious. How could I pass it up? It's really good. 
But my bigger uh, question is, what do the people yep. give it? Wendy. Sixty percent Wendy, twenty-seven percent Marty. My, that's a shocker. I thought there was a Marty <laughs> bias, and I thought they were close enough that Marty would edge it out. No. Clearly not. They also have recency bias too, I guess. Nah, I think so. Oh. Yeah, Ruth. Ruth finishes third with ten percent. Your boy Petty does not register one percent of the vote. <laughs> Two out of three. Yes. I'll take that. It's a passing grade. That's all I need okay. to get through. That's fair enough. But oh, that is. I'm shocked more people didn't vote Petty or Kate. People, people, <laughs> oh yeah, people Kate, in, Kate got nothing. Yeah, people in those are just straight disrespectful, right? Spinning on corpses here. That was. I just wanted okay. to be remembered <laughs> that Petty, while many do not love your character, I will say, I love your character more than anyone, and you will be missed <laughs> sincerely. And I think Mr. Sal will miss you as well, but not I will. just me because he probably didn't vote not for you in memoriam because he doesn't listen to the. I mean, Again, I'm kind of, kind of playing my hand here for the. the if I was episode, going but. to do, if I was going to play an in, in memoriam vote here, it would be Cade, not Petty. Because he's a good father. <laughs> because right. he was a more interesting and involved character in this episode. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now that will do it for the non-spoiler section. Uh, folks, please feel free to email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You can email Kurt and tell him how wrong he is about his love, love uh, affair with Cade here. Uh, and we uh, would love to have those five-star ratings and downloads and subscriptions. And we'd love to have you share the podcast. We do appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to stick around for the spoiler zone. Or we'll see you next week for the rankings episode. One last spoiler zone for season two, Kurt. One last spoiler zone. Well, uh, I don't know what else I really have to say on the spoiler zone, to be honest. Like, so what, I, there are a couple things that I want to mention, but then there, I, I kind of just want to talk about what we're looking forward to in season three. Okay. So, uh, but first of all, let me just uh, mention here that uh, they mentioned, I just wanted to, I got to remember the name. How, how am I drawing a blank on the cartel Petty, boss's yes. name? Oh, Navarro? Navarro, yeah, yeah. So they Navarro, dropped his sorry. name here because they haven't dropped it in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, did they drop his name even? They did. Or they did, did I just, I'm, okay. Yeah, I, I know they dropped it multiple times. Like, uh, Jonah learns they're part of the Navarro cartel. They said it. Yeah. Uh, I think Marty says it earlier when he's like yelling at people about like the Navarro cartel, maybe to like the Snell. They said it multiple times. It's not the first. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, Navarro, of course, is going to become a relatively major character in season three. Mm-hmm. So we, we got to pay attention to that. Um, we also had Ruth saying to Wyatt, You're the only thing in this world that I'll ever love. And we know that Ruth is going to find love in season three. Yeah. Very excited for so. that, and I know that, that that's <laughs> exciting. We're also going to see Marty get another shakeup in season three. Kind of, you know, he got real um, sh- uh, shook up, shaken up. I don't know what, what the shaken down. Uh, well, about Mason shooting Mason really shook. Oh, up. I so see what you're saying. Up. Yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, something similar is really going to mess with him as well in season three. Not really similar to say, but something is going to really shake him to the core. Mm-hmm. So. What are you most excited about in season three? I, I'm actually really excited to see Marty's reaction to everything that's going on around him. Because first he's, mm-hmm. gonna, you know, he's, he's running the casino. He's going to cave to the new FBI agent at some point, finally. 
you know, admit that, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go for the plea bargain, right? I'll confess. But then gets mm-hmm. kidnapped, goes through that, and then now he's kind of on this this quest to turn her. And you kind of love questioning, like, you know, what is up with Marty? I, part of me wonders if Marty has like a like a a secret plan throughout season three that you know the viewers mm-hmm. don't even know. He just, you know, he comes back and he seems too okay. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely intrigued yeah. by that. Obviously, I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not as intrigued just because I already know. What happens? I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I want to keep a closer eye on Marty than I did before. Every other character okay. two is worried about to keep a close eye on, yeah. but Marty, I want to keep a closer eye on than I did the first time. Okay, interesting, interesting. And I, I want to, I, I spent so much of season three the first time I watched through it, so stressed out about Ben. I mean, he stressed me out to no end. And that's one of the reasons why I was not as, I was not as high on that character as most people were. Most people just thought that was like such a great addition to the show. It really stressed me out. Now that I know where the whole season is going, I'm going to be watching Ben a lot more in in a much different light because I'm not trying to anticipate his moves. I know what he's going to do. Uh, I know how the birds are going to respond and I'm going to try to do a better job of just enjoying the character for what it is this time through. And you know what? Ben's a pretty good character. I know what they, they've they've amped up Ben. They've talked to him twice. Season one, they brought mm-hmm. him up. Season two, they brought him up even kind of more. Not his name, but the idea yep. of Ben. And which is really cool to go into it. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, thinking about the new characters that we're going to meet in this season, uh, we've got Navarro, of course. Mm-hmm. We've got Ben, of course. We've got uh, Helen's daughter. I can't remember I her can't name. I can't remember her name either, but... Okay. Uh, and Hel- uh, Helen's daughter. Um, other new characters this season. Maybe we get the any? name to her henchman. Oh, Frank Cosgrove's no. son. Oh, right. Frank Jr. Yep. Uh, her henchman, Helen's henchman is uh, Nelson. Nelson, okay. Yep. Uh, oh, the so, therapist, of course. The therapist, yep, yep. So uh, uh, can you think of any other new characters this season? Uh, Robotniks. I don't know what that means. Well, <laughs> very clearly between this season and next season, when, if we ever see Sheriff Nix, it's kind of apparent that he's a robot now that's been replaced. <laughs> so, I mean, right. take out this spoiler zone. I wouldn't say it otherwise, but I think it's kind of yeah. obvious. And it'll probably mm-hmm. be revealed in season four. So okay. keep out for that, that robot Nix. Yeah, we have that awkward, awkward love affair between Wyatt and Darlene to look forward to. Not so excited about that. You one. know, it's love is love, <laughs> and leave it there. All right. So, which character are you? Which new character are you most excited about for this uh, to see again this season? I mean, I guess it has to be Ben. Ben okay. is the most. I mean, I mean, for just like the for like amount I like seeing them per amount on the screen. Yep. Ah, the therapist. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's so wonderful. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy Gade for screen time, definitely the therapist. Yeah. Oh, she's so great. I'm so excited about her. The storyline, oh. small but strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I, I I feel terrible. I can't remember her name. Me either. I, I don't know if they say her name. They probably do. Like they I, do. Yeah. They give her a first name. I don't think they give her. They don't call her by by her title, doctor. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Marty calls her by her first name all the time, mm. as he's paying her off. For example, 
<laughs> yeah, she is awesome. I'm so excited about her. Yeah, oh yeah. That, yeah, that's a great part of the season. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have any other anything else to add to the spoiler zone, do you? Nope. Nothing. Okay. All right. Well then folks, thank you so much for listening to us. I know this episode ran a little bit longer than we've been running Ozark. Uh, but it was the finale, so that's bound to happen. And we'll look forward to hearing, uh, seeing you. Nope, not hearing from you or seeing you. We'll look forward to talking to you next week when we recap all the episodes one by one and rank them uh, with some special treats on the side. So thanks again, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye now.